0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Quad Shot, where we help you down and digest the day's most pertinent cancer news. It's June 5th, 2023. Welcome to the Quadcast. Let's dive in. First up, PET Project. Is FTG PET useful in staging patients with locally advanced breast cancer? Body imaging plays a limited role in the standard workup of breast cancer. In general, the NCCN guidelines don't recommend systemic imaging without signs or symptoms of metastasis. And they're lukewarm on the use of CT and especially PET-CT for patients with more local regionally advanced disease. In this multicenter Canadian trial... 369 patients with stage 3 or clinical T3 and 0 breast cancer were randomized to systemic imaging with CT and bone scan or FDG PET-CT. The primary endpoint was the proportion of patients upstaged to stage 4. More than twice as many patients in the PET-CT arm were found to have stage 4 disease, 23% versus 11%. These findings resulted in significantly fewer patients in the PET CT arm receiving combined modality therapy, 81 versus 89%. PET CT also did a better job of identifying regional lymph node metastasis than conventional imaging, 23 versus 7%. The bottom line is PET CT is more sensitive than conventional imaging at detecting occult metastatic disease in patients with stage 3 or t 3 and 0 disease. Nearly a quarter of patients in the study had distant metastases on PET-CT. Thanks to Days. JCO, 2023. Up second, recurrence patterns. What were the patterns of local regional recurrence after breast conservation or mastectomy with or without regional nodal irradiation in EORTC 22922. As a reminder, EORTC 22922 was one of the key randomized trials to describe the benefits of regional nodal irradiation for breast cancer. It randomized over 4,000 patients with either a central or medial tumor location or lymph node involvement to receive regional nodal irradiation or not. At 15 years, regional nodal irradiation reduced breast cancer recurrence, 27 versus 24 percent, and breast cancer mortality, 19 versus 16 percent. But there were no differences in overall survival, disease-free survival, or distant metastasis-free survival. In this study, the locations of local and regional recurrences were mapped for over 3,000 participants to determine how the extent of surgery and radiation impacted patterns of recurrence. Of those, 76% had breast conservation surgery and 24% had mastectomy. Of those, 76 had breast conservation surgery and 24% had mastectomy. Among the former, 99.7% had whole breast radiation, and 85% had a boost. Among the latter, 73% had chest wall radiation. At 15 years, the rate of local recurrence was higher after breast conservation than after mastectomy, 7 versus 3%. In each surgery group, the rate of local recurrence did not appear to be influenced by regional nodal irradiation. A higher proportion of breast conservation recurrences were in field, but only about a third of breast conservation recurrences were near the tumor bed. The rate of regional recurrence was actually higher in patients who had mastectomy compared to breast conservation surgery. Overall, the rate of regional recurrence was lower after regional nodal irradiation, 3 versus 5%. The absolute benefit of radiation in reducing local regional recurrence is increased with stage and with less extensive surgery. The bottom line is, as might be expected, the recurrence patterns in EORTC 22922 were influenced by the extent of surgery and radiation, with a higher rate of local recurrence after breast conservation surgery and a higher risk of regional recurrence without regional nodal radiation. The absolute benefit of radiation was greater following less extensive surgery. Thanks to Kiter Person, Green Journal, 2023. Up next, conjugate risks. The CD30 antibody drug conjugate, Brentuximab vedotin is approved for use in classical Hodgkin lymphoma as well as mycosis fungoides leaving the predictable gap in data on whether it is safe to administer radiation in close proximity. A retrospective review of outcomes with radiation delivered within three weeks of brentuximab vedotin suggests the addition of radiation, particularly at higher doses, may contribute to grade 2 plus heme toxicity as experienced by roughly one in five patients. Otherwise, all remaining grade 2 plus toxicities were rare. Thanks to Wu. Advances in Radiation Oncology, 2023. Up next, make time for benign. Make sure you check out the excellent review on the use of stereotactic radiosurgery to treat non-malignant ailments such as intractable pain, epilepsy, essential tremor, trigeminal neuralgia, and even Obsessive-Compulsive Disorder. Thanks to Simmons. Practical Radiation Oncology, 2023. Finally, win some, lose some. A large cohort study of patients eligible for lung cancer screening demonstrates those with a couple of negative screening tests are less likely to continue screening throughout the recommended age period of 50 to 80 years. Thanks to Lynn, Jamma Network Open, 2023. This concludes today's episode of The Quad Shot. If you like what you've heard, please consider giving us a five-star rating and subscribing to our podcast. Also, Check out our website at www.quadshotnews.com and subscribe to our newsletter. We'll catch you next time.